Welcome back to Box to Box Podcast. It's Reza and Alex. Hi, Alex. What's up? So, we have another... We have another guest. Another guest. And without further ado, he is a core organizer and head of marketing at Kicking and Screening, which is an annual series of soccer cultural events that brings together soccer and film enthusiasts to celebrate the beautiful game. And their 11th film festival runs from June 4th to June 7th. And we couldn't be more excited. Oliver Parman, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you guys for having me. No, thanks for being here. Um, So we were sort of talking before, and I was just sort of saying how in preparation for this podcast, uh, Alex and I realized that we've watched a lot of soccer films that were originally screened at Kicking and Screening, and some of them were sort of like um showed in the fe- in the they were past shown festivals. yeah in past festivals so it was really interesting to us to sort of see uh we knew a little bit about we knew we knew a fair amount about kicking and turning even before we knew we wanted to yeah. do it if that oh, makes any great. sense that's great um yeah. so i guess just to start do you want to sort of like sort of share sort of what you do and your role and then we can sort of talk about the festival a bit and we can get into that Sure. Um, you know, I, I started with the festival many years ago, um, and we are a very grassroots event. So we, you know, I I have a title of marketing and maybe business development, but we we all do a little of everything. Um, and our, you know, we try to I you know I try to bring the best films. Uh, Rachel Marcus, the co-founder, and Greg Lawless, um, really. Um, help to kind of bring this event to life and all our volunteers. And um, we have a lot of fun curating this event every year for all our attendees. I can imagine. Can we, can you maybe explain sort of how, I guess you said it was kind of grassroots, but could you explain maybe how it started or was it a conversation at a dinner one night or like how how did this thing, or maybe how you heard about it, I guess as far back Uh, as you know. Yeah, you know, it started back in 2009 um, when Rachel Marcus was living in England. And uh, at that time, she was friends with um, a writer there and a broadcaster, Tom Watt, who um, introduced her to some of these great books that are written about the game. Um, And she did a little further digging and realized that there were some amazing films about clubs and and players and that kind of ignited the idea in her mind um and she tried to kick it off in england while she was there working um and it didn't happen she moved to new york uh she met greg lawless um and from there they kind of sparked the idea and said let's do it let's do it at a bar invite some of our friends we'll show some great films and from there um you know the first one was done at a a restaurant and completely sold out of a hundred and something people. Um, we showed a film, the blues. And, um, from there, everybody in the audience said, you have to do this every year. And that kind of ignited what we've been doing ever, you know, every year since then. And now celebrating our 11th year in New York. That's crazy. I mean, so how did you, um, how did you guys go about, I guess, Getting the word out, or I guess picking the uh, you said you said it was Le Bleu, which was the friend the French the movie Le the, the French national team. It's like yes. a, it's like, yeah, I think I've seen that. I, I think I've seen it too. I think originally, you know, at, when we started out, we 
we looked for films. You know, we we right. just searched for films that were out there. Uh, we had some friends that were writers, and you know, they they had you know they had a lot of contacts in Europe, and and you know, we just kind of, you know we have a very kind of um, global network of friends, and people were we reached out to them and, and with some hunting, we found all these films and starting undercover, you know, re finding all these great uh, films, um, hidden gems um, and reaching out, you know, to those filmmakers um, and saying, we'd, we'd love to show your film in New York. Um, and it came to that point where um, it, it rollercoastered where we, you know, started, you know, we had a website, we started, you know, creating a, some buzz with the, films that we were showing where now it got gets to the point where uh, we get so many submissions um, every year um, that people know us globally filmmakers know us the word gets out um, so it's great that we get so many submissions um, this year so it's it has grown from really digging and finding these films to really now uh getting really some fantastic submissions um, every year um, and more and more every year coming from the U.S. So <clears throat> with the festival uh, coming up in about uh, on uh, June 4th, uh, the first day, uh, I just saw that it's in the Scandinavia house here in New York. So has it always been there or were you guys trying to find sort of like a bigger location for, for more people to fit in? So we we did it at multiple venues, um, you know, some some you know downtown hotels. We've done it at restaurants, um, and then we did it at Tribeca uh, Cinemas for many years, which is on Varick and Canal, um, which is you know we we enjoyed that was such a fantastic space. It had two theaters, um, a bar, um, and it really just brought people together, and it was a great location for us. And we did that for many years there. Um, unfortunately now it's closed and turned into condos. Um, <laughs> but we really enjoyed that space. Um, and that was really fantastic. And, and after that, we moved to the Scandinavia house. Um, um, of course my dream would be to find a bigger venue, have, you know, more nights, um, you know, longer, you know, longer screening times and, um, you know, I, I would love to do it in multiple locations, you know, maybe in Brooklyn and Queens, but of course we're, it's all about bandwidth. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, um, yeah. Just to recap, I guess on the, the creation of it. So I guess in the beginning it was more of a showcase, if anything, it, it was more looking for films to show to just a larger audience of sort of friends and family yeah, and, who, and who, know, just I, referrals basically. Yeah. You know, when we started out, we, you know, it, we, it was more of a showcase of just saying, oh, let's you know, let's get our these films are really more than just about soccer. They're they're phenomenal stories about the human um, experience, uh, human you know the human journey, and uh, we just wanted to share these great stories. And we were also big soccer fans, um, so you know for us it was really just tracking these films down in Europe and uh, it certainly is a lot of work to do that. And we still do that today. I mean, we still, you know, a friend of, you know, somebody may email us about a film that they saw, you know, in Germany or Czech Republic. And, 
and we'll hunt down that filmmaker um, and try to get a screener and view it. So, um, cool. Yeah. I guess now towards the sort of um, actual selection process, how early does that start for you guys? So, I mean, if you guys are doing it in June, when did it start to sort of open up to the public and say like, Hey, we're accepting films for the 2019 uh, kicking and screening festival. Yeah. And sort of what's that whole process like? How many submissions do you get a year on average? And I mean, you know, you have to give specifics, but what's that overall process like? Uh, good question. So we, we do a rolling submission. Uh, I mean, we get submissions throughout the year um, and we don't really have a deadline. I mean, I, I, Sometimes we get a film probably a month leading up, you know, maybe a short film that comes comes to us maybe a month before the festival, and it's a fantastic short, and we sneak it in there. Um, so we don't really do a role, you know, we don't have a deadline for, let's say, 2019 or, or you know, any any year specific. It's, it's a really a rolling submission. Um, and that's given us a great opportunity to kind of, let filmmakers submit throughout the year when projects are done. Um, and, um, yeah, there's some, gives some freedom to us because I think having a rolling submission really gives us, um, a, a broader spectrum of, of kind of the films that we get, um, in this genre. I can't even imagine like, so, I mean, even if you, even if you have shorts or even, let alone like full, full feature films, that's, pretty significant yeah, we, amount of watching films and we it is a lot of films we i you know i i it's hard to put a number to it um you know i i would say we probably get 30 30 to oh, you know 60 films a year um of varying length short features um and i have to say we watch every single one of them um and this year in particular was very difficult to pick um you know, the, the lineup for this year, because there were so many wonderful submissions. I thought you were about to say 30 to 60,000. So I was, I was ready <laughs> for like, sure. I was, I wish, man, you know, I would, I don't know. Wish. I'm sure, I'm sure one year, yeah. I'm sure one year you guys are going to get into the thousands. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Um, I mean, we, we have a hard time just with the amount of films we get now. Um, but, uh, it, you know, Rachel Marcus, who's the founder, she, she does a phenomenal job of, of watching every film and really considering, um, you know, how they, how they play a role in our festival. And, um, and, you know, one rule is we watch the entire film. Um, you know, there are some films that are not great quality, um, but have great stories. And, you know, we found that sometimes, you know, a lot of, Film festivals when we maybe watch the first twenty minutes of a of a film and decide that it's that it's not worthy, but um, some of those films have really unique twists and um, as a whole, as an entire story, they're, they're phenomenal. So um, we watch a lot of films. So is it true that um, the the whole like right before the first annual? Uh, festival. Is it true that Greg and Rachel went on a blind date and they just <laughs> they, found they each did, other? Yes, yes. Um, I- interesting story. Yes, they did go on a blind date. Um, they didn't get along, but they got along uh, because they both really uh, were passionate about film 
in soccer. Um, and not to just throw in a little thing, but I'm also married to Rachel Marcus. So she's actually oh. my wife as well. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're a close knit family. Very um, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, they went on a blind date and, um, it didn't work out on that front <laughs> yeah, for me. That's um, funny. Worked out for you. Yeah. Worked out for me, which is great. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, but we're, you know, we've, we've all been great friends for, for many years and, um, yeah. That's awesome. Do you guys try to yeah. have, um, I guess looking at, we were looking sort of year to year and seeing what are the, what were the features? What were some of the smaller, uh, shorts that were sort of, tagged on at the end of those features but do you guys ever look at sort of a theme or do you look at maybe what you did last year and try to maybe change things up or if you see that something was working with a certain audience you'll do more of those kind of films or does that sort of thought process ever go into into play it does um you know our you know we we look at films first you know how they you know how they um, how their stories would resonate with, you know, a New York audience, um, an American audience, which is very unique. Um, and then once we kind of have an idea of, you know, the films that we're getting submissions for, we think of themes to kind of help uh, those nights. And then we, we, you know, we have such a library of films that we uh, curate each night, you know, um, based on those themes. Um, so yeah, it's for uh, for us. I think it's really a lot of fun to to create each night's theme, and uh, we've done it in years past. Um, it's you know it depends on on how much uh, how many films we get and and how each film each night kind of tie together. Um, but we certainly try to create a theme to kind of help amplify not only all, all those films but um, two ways or panels that we do um, for those nights. That's actually a perfect segue because I wanted to talk about sort of what you guys do um, around the films because I saw on the website you guys mentioned you guys do a lot of events, panel discussions, Q&As, and I'm sure you guys bring like the director or the subject or sort of highlight them a bit more. Do you, like? I guess, what are some other things that are, or is that something that's planned for this year as well and how sort of that all goes about? Yeah, so th this year uh, we're, we're planning uh Q and A's. I mean, we, we, we certainly like to have conversations and, and, um, you know, bring the audience into a conversation with directors and filmmakers. And, um, you know, last year we did a theme on, you know, soccer style, you know, so we not only invited, um, some influencers who have kind of influenced, um, the soccer art, uh, because our theme, you know, our films were themed that way. Um, this year, you know, we're doing the same thing. Um, so for us, it's great to have panels and QAs and um, discussions either, you know, before the film or after the film with filmmakers and some of the characters of, the, of these films. You know, Foosballers is our opening night film. Fantastic documentary about, you know, the unknown world of foosball um, in the U.S. And a little couple pro players are coming. Um, and the director will be in town, so we're we're really having you know planning planning some kind of great Q and A's with them, um, which kind of makes our event a little little more exciting than just sitting and watching a film. Um, yeah, for sure. We've had pop up art shows, um, 
you know, with people who've inspired us. We've had, you know, live podcasts um, at the venue. We've had, um, wow, we've had, you know, live music. Um, We've had pop-up, you know, art art exhibitions and uh, performance art, freestylers. We've had a lot of fun. Um, and we try to, we try to make it engaging. So, no, exactly. Yeah. And I do accept your invitation for next year's, uh, festival to, to, to do You're a live more podcast. Than welcome to come. <laughs> Absolutely. To do, we'll do sure. a live podcast with some of the, some of the directors for sure. Absolutely. Uh, you can come, you can come this year too, if you'd like. Uh, we could, I think we can, I think we can. We were actually looking, so you, you kind of talked about foosballers and I saw the I, trailer to that, the, by the, the way. The trailer was amazing. Like, it's just so I don't want to use the word bizarre, but it was just so different. And I think that's sort of one of the things that, um, cause I, I don't watch a whole lot of movies, but really, like whenever I travel, like it always, I always just go on iTunes and I just type in soccer documentary and I just see whatever pops up. And that's how I've seen some of the, the older ones. Like I saw Celtic soul just on randomly on iTunes. I saw Jack to a King, the Swansea story. Um, yeah, great. Messy great and me. Song. I watched last night, uh, in prep, yeah, uh, which I realized that I had watched a while back uh, when it, I think when it first came out, but yeah, it's just it, it's it's a really um, I guess so. Looking at this year's film, so you have uh, Foosballers, Coach, The Return of the Cup, and Soccer Town USA, and then obviously you have the, some of the smaller ones um, or the the shorts, if I'm if I want to be technically correct. But what's the what was the thinking about sort of how these four features tie into each other or what was sort of, how did you guys play sort of what on what day and what, how do you want to open the night? And maybe if we can talk yeah. a bit more about sort of how you guys laid out this year's uh, events. Good, good question. Um, I, you know, it's uh, a difficult question. Um, you know, we, this year was particularly difficult to pick the films. Um, and the way we laid it out was really about, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, how, how they resonate with audiences. I mean, Foosballers, fun, fun movie to open the festival with. Um, great characters in that film. You, like you mentioned, the, the trailer's unique, um, really kind of gives you a view of, you know, a view of, you know, professional athletes in this genre. Um, and for us, it was just a fun kick, kickstart to, you know, start the festival off um you know return of the cup we this film came across um our submissions and a phenomenal story and just very well um very well produced and really really a great story and and the way we you know the way we think about it is um the the nights really have to flow um and how do we want to end and begin you know um you know, the, the third night is, is coach, um, you know, really celebrating, you know, the grit of, of women's soccer in the U.S. and, um, and really some of the um, powerful stories around that, which I think is important uh, today to kind of have. Um, and we really wanted to have one night dedicated to that, um, to celebrate that. And um, in Soccer Town USA, you know, it's, it celebrates – um, soccer, you know, it really, um, it's a fantastic film on, on just, um, how 
a small town in Jersey, you know, really inspired um, where we are today in, in the U.S., I, I think. So, um, um, so, yeah, so, it's, yeah. so, sorry to interrupt, uh, Oliver. Uh, with, the, with the movie Coach, well, with the documentary Coach, um, I'm guessing, just, uh, I'm just guessing here, do you think it was a good choice for you guys to make this one of the four feature films because of uh, the Women's World Cup uh, around the corner and how how big it is here in the States? Um, you, you know, I think it was, but but I do have to say that the films that are we're showing that night um, really hold their own. I mean, they're, they're wonderful stories, and I think we would have shown them um, even if they were, it was, you know, the Women's World Cup wasn't happening. Um, for us, yes, I, I think also uh, because the Women's World Cup is, is kicking off um, around our festival, having that night to celebrate um, the Women's World Cup um, and everything, you know, around that, um, I think is, is, of course, you know, a strategic decision <laughs> also, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- that the coach and Yasmina and Aim High, you know, ha- are, are really uh, fantastic films. And I think we would certainly have shown them on any other year um, of the festival too. Very cool. Do you think there's a... Um I guess going to all these events over the 11 years, I'm just curious, not a favor, but is there one that people still sort of either you can't believe that it was shown at kicking and screening or people kind of, it, it just resonated so well with people. Is there one that, or maybe a handful that sort of, um, like people oh, still that's talk a, that's about. A, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. Um, there are so many films. I mean, after 11 years, I think we've had so many films that resonated so well with, um, audiences. Um, I mean, you, you, Jack to a King, you know, was a great one, um, that we had shown, you know, the Jay Demerit story out of Rise and Shine, you had, you know, um, is a fantastic film that we showed at Tribeca Cinemas. Um, you know, I think that one was, was really fantastic. Yeah. Um, that was one of the ones that I, know. that I watched. I bought like the DVD of it on like, in like a Target like in like Florida doesn't oh. and I had no idea <laughs> what and I I knew obviously who Jada Merritt was and I knew his his story about but um yeah it, the stories that are like the Jada uh, like the Jada Merritt story Jack to a King and anything really with like all the behind the scenes and like the grassroots style and sort of Anything that's like, any, for me, it's anything behind the scenes of like that shows a club or a person just really even sits well. So it's a different from like a different style of Messi and me and even Celtic Soul, which is more like travel and exploration. It's like yep. for me, the ones that are the, the, for the, the ones that show the full access of a, of a club or a person, those are the ones that sort of like hit home the most for me or at least are the most yeah, entertaining. I, yeah, those, those, um, really hit home with me as well. I mean, I, I think the films that really kind of give you an inside look on, um, you know, somebody's journey or a club's journey, um, you know, is fantastic. And, and this year's films, a lot of, a lot of them touch on that, 
Um, you know, the return of the cup is really an inside look. You know, filmmakers followed the club's journey um, in winning the, the German Cup in 2018. So it, it really gives you a great insight into their struggles and emotions. And um, like you said, you know, Jay Demerit is, is the same way. It's really kind of following his journey from um, living in the Midwest, you know, and, and moving to the UK with $1,500 to become a pro player. Yeah. Do you, um, ha- do you have any yeah. stories of, I guess, speaking with um, either the, the, the subject lead or the director, or anyone involved with the film, where they're following in the same way that I, let's just use um, maybe uh, Return of the Cup and Jack to, uh, not Jack to, sorry, um, Return of the Cup and which one am I? Let's just use, let's use Return of the Cup and uh, Jay Demerit story, for example. Something mm-hmm. where you're following the story and you're not exactly... Let's use Return of the Cup. <laughs> let's use Return of the Cup. And, and, and what I'm trying to get to is, have you ever had any conversations with directors or leads that basically are sharing the story and they're not exactly sure sort of what... You don't know what the end goal is because you're following the club for a year in the case of... Um, mm-hmm. Matt Elias and then Messi and me, the camera was just sort of following him from the beginning and we don't know what the end is. And do you have any experiences or stories from anyone connected to those films or any film that I'm missing that sort of shares how the film could have been in a way, nothing if for example, uh, what is it? Frankfurt? Yeah. Frankfurt. Yeah. Frankfurt. Yeah. No, that's actually a great question. I mean, uh, to your point, if, if, um, Jay Demerit did not succeed, or uh, to your point, like Jack Joy King, you know, if if Swansea did not make it into the, you know, top, you know, yeah. top league, yeah. and uh, you know, Eintracht Frankfurt did not win the German, like, wow, you've just spent all this energy making a film. Uh, what you have, you know, would you have still made the film? Um, really great question. I I don't know, um, Mike my colleague and wife, Rachel, would have probably may have asked that question. Um, we have shown some films that kind of lead up to that moment and then they didn't make it. Right. Um, Which could still be a story. Sure, well, still is a fantastic story because it, it's an inside look on, you know, the, the emotional and physical journey of, of, you know, the, these people or this club uh, trying to, trying to, you know, fulfill a dream, you know, um, but yeah, I, I, that's a very great question. I don't know. I, I think I might ask the filmmakers at the festival. If, yeah. I'm just, I was um, just, I was just thinking yeah, about I mean, it sort of what happens yeah. when those things sort of maybe don't work out. So yeah, like, I mean, cause I'm not sure if this was, a if the film was shown, but I, I, I just, the th- first one that pops into my head is the two Escobars. Um, yes. Yeah, and uh, that obviously doesn't really have a great ending, but it, it, it's such a strong story that it still had to be shown. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, that that film, the it's such a phenomenal story. I mean, we're, we're familiar with it. Um, and, and it's really, you know, evil versus good. I mean, you know, it really... Um, and I think, you know, the filmmaker really, you know, had a lot of historical, um, you know, knowledge of that. So 
so it makes it a little easier to make a film, right? Because they, um, it's already happened, right? Right. Um, but I think, um, but that that is definitely on the top of my list. Uh, you know, for a film, I mean, it's such a great film. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. like that's like one of the first uh, soccer uh, films I've ever seen, and that sort of just like got me into uh, like trying get uh, getting into more of those kind of films and documentaries. Yeah, it's a, it's um, yeah, it's a fantastic film. I guess sort of looking, this is the eleventh year you're doing it now, and obviously, sort of, uh, what's the phrase? The ceiling is the Ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. Michael Jordan said that <laughs> yeah. one time. A very, yeah, just inspirational stuff. But I guess looking at sort of maybe, and then this is a bit of a cliche question, but where do you see, so from just showing films in, in a restaurant to then having, uh, what is it, 60, 80 to film sort of submitted to you across the year, rolling on, and you have panelists and uh, Q&As and all these other events to add more to that sort of, uh, soccer culture environment uh, sort of across uh, all of your sort of festivals. But I guess what I'm trying to ask is what, how do you see the festival evolving or growing or adapting to sort of over time, whether it be one, five, ten years? How do, you, how do you see it sort of changing or maybe just tweaking it just a bit to maybe as time goes yeah. on? Yeah. So I, I think one of the, one of the biggest changes um, that – we're going through now is that, you know, every year we have, we have people that, you know, audience members that reach out and say, Oh, you know, I missed, I missed uh, the opening I film where can I watch them? Um, so we, as, as a group and um, another colleague of mine, we started a film distribution company and we we're slowly reaching out to some of these films that were screening and being submitted um, to really create a platform for people to watch them. Um, so we, we launched um, a platform called Kicking the Screen Media Group, um, and we've also started a foot, Kicking the Screen Football Club, um, which will become kind of a, a way of us to share these films outside of the festival, um, because there's such a, you know, there's so many phenomenal stories that for us, um, we just want to be able to share them um, with a much broader audience. Like yourselves, um, you know, versus buying a DVD at Walmart, right? Um, you could come through our channel and you can watch um, these films that you didn't, you know, you weren't able to see at the festival of themselves. Themself. So we're going to try to uh, we're building that now, and, and it's actually live today. Um, so we're we're building that out with new films. We have some great films today, like Celtic Soul. The, you know, uh, Messi and Me, um, American Football, if you have not seen that, that's a great film. Um, so we have that, and I, I think if you join our um, mailing list at kickingscreening.com, mm -hmm. um, we will share the news about these releases of films and uh, where to watch them. Very cool. Yeah, that's where we, yeah. I think that's where we found the Messi and Me uh, documentary documentary. Uh, so that we can oh to rent it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah cool yeah. and yeah and for us it's really you know really just giving um some greater exposure for these films I mean, right you Absolutely. know the, these these directors and producers really you know love what they're doing and they and they spend a lot of energy 
um, making these fantastic stories and sharing them with the world. Um, and we've always had a mission to kind of try to create a platform for them to show show these films. Um, you so, guys, you guys aren't only in yeah. New York, though. No, you have festivals kind of around, no? So we do. We we have done we have done festivals around the globe. Um, our our main festivals in New York, right? Uh, we do. We have done festivals in Liverpool, Amsterdam, Portland, um, India, um, all over the all, all over the world. You know, Dubai, um, and we've also curated content and, and programming for events. Um, like Sound City in, in Liverpool is a big music festival. Um, we produced a, a film festival there with Umbro and and the music festival, and uh, you know, and just had a great time. So we 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 try to do other festivals. We right now, you know, we're our main focus is really New York um, and helping other kind of organizations, like um, you know, share share our films and and really kind of get our name out there in other ways um but again we're very grassroots it's very you know it's it could be a challenge to expand <laughs> to um other places so that's awesome but, yeah um but yeah we we're we've I, I i feel our festival has you know we we were one of two festivals globally um when we first started and now there are multiple festivals that have reached out to us independently and said oh we want to start something or how did you get started and i i you know i i feel like we have inspired um these other festivals to, to really keep going and and share these wonderful films with their audiences and um so it's kind of exciting we kind of live in an exciting world for for the sport and and these and these amazing stories that's awesome. Um, well, that's kind of everything that sort of we wanted to get across. So we really appreciate you joining. And uh, we know you're probably super busy with the festival in a couple of days away. But uh appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And uh, we're actually really looking forward to it. And we'll probably... We'll try and I wanna, I'm gonna, stop by. Yeah, I want to definitely come by and uh, watch a couple of films. Yeah, please c uh, come by. And thank you both for, you know, taking the time. And um, looking forward... To seeing you in a in a few days. Yeah, for sure. For the festival. All right. Thanks, Thank Oliver. You so much. Thank, thank you both. See you soon. Yeah. Bye.